Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Rome Round League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode, I'm going to take a look back at the Washington Bowl team Carolina Panthers game from this past weekend. It was a great win for the team's second in a row. The team could be gearing up for another second half run. Also look ahead to the Washington team Seattle Seahawks game this month, upcoming Monday night. Chance for the team to win three in a row and get even closer to one of those last two wild card spots. Lastly, I'll look at some waiver wire pickups and matchup base starts for your fantasy football teams. A lot to cover, so let's get started. Looking back at the Washington football team Carolina Panthers game, starts with Ron Payne and Jonathan Allen up front. They were awesome. Consistent pressure and push up in the middle of that line. They were in Cam Newton's lap for most of the game. Deron Payne had a game-ending sack as time expired. Jonathan Allen was consistently pushing at the interior part of the office line into Cam Newton even when he wasn't getting any sacks. Uh, it made Cam flustered, make some poor throws. You know, for a guy that hasn't really seen many live rushes since August, that was, you know, not a comfortable day for him by any means. Um, you know, Jonathan Allen's been our all-pro this year. Deron Payne's really come on as of late um, with his, you know, rushing ability. His is Run stopping game has been, you know, pretty solid all year, but you know, Durant's ticked up a little bit in the pass rushing department. He has he has an element to his game. I think he eventually could be a five to seven sack player a year, and um, he may not get there this year, but he's a guy that I think definitely has that um, tools in, in his bag. But um, you know, it was great to see them. I want to see some more Ionita, some more out of him at least. He hasn't been as effective, and Settle has got less run as of late. But um, you know, when when Payne and Allen are playing so well, it's hard to get those guys some more run. Um, and they'll need to continue this level of play um, without Montez. And obviously, Chase not coming back this year. Hopefully, Montez can come back for the first Dallas game in a few weeks, though. Uh, Jane Smith-Williams and Casey Tuell were okay. Um, they held the edges for the most part, held contained. Um, the one run for Cam Newton was um, uh, Routini, who's uh, called up this week from the press squad. Um, he's more of a pass rusher, um, and he you know struggled in that aspect for that Cam Newton touchdown. But... Overall, you know, Tuhill and Jameson Williams did their job. That's all you can really ask for. Um, they're, they're not obviously Tez or Chase, so um, just you know, you need you need them to really just do their job, and that's what they did. They, they didn't do anything splashy. They didn't do anything that you know made you scratch your head either. And that's all you can ask for in this kind of situation. Cole Holcomb had a, you know a few nice plays, a couple open field tackles on Christian McCaffrey that really saved some you know extra yardage. Um, he was able to use his speed on McCaffrey, um, and, and obviously that is one of his you know calling cards at his linebacker position. Um, so you know, Holcomb did, did as well, did good as well, and did good again. Excuse me. Uh, Jamin Davis still want to see a little more from him. Um, hasn't played as well these last couple weeks. It just looks you know again like a rookie again. I thought he was in his stride, but he's kind of reverted back to what he did early in the year. Um, I just wanted to you know look more confident out there, and he looks like he's not trusting his eyes, and looks like he's more reacting than um, you know attacking the ball. And, and again, that comes with the rookie, and hopefully Jamin can you know get that fixed. Um, as the season, you know, progresses these last seven games. Um, William Jackson, the third and kind of floor, were good on the outside again, I thought, you know, from the cornerback positions. Um, they're playing to their assignments, um, not giving up any big plays. That's all you really ask for at this point of the season. Obviously, different than when it was in the beginning of the year, and that's 
obviously a huge improvement why this team has played well in one of the last two weeks. Um, William Jackson has, you know, played a lot better since he's come back from injury off the bye and, you know, giving what this team was hoping for when they signed him. And Kendall has kind of been the most solid corner they've had all year. Um, obviously, was up and down at the beginning of the year, but he still has been, you know, Steady Eddie and Ron Rivera's kind of said the same thing. Um, Danny Johnson didn't play a lot, but he had a really nice play on a third down conversion where he got in there and broke up a pass. Um, Danny Johnson, really smart player, not the most athletic guy, but he knows his assignments and knows where he's supposed to be. And he's got a little more run over the last couple weeks, even over a guy like Benjamin St. Juiced. Um, so St. Juiced has kind of disappeared from the rotation. I think the effect of them really playing three safeties or an extra linebacker, or whatever Landon Collins prefers to be called. But um, yeah, St. Jude is still a good, you know, good rookie and someone I'm sure they'll lean on um, at some point the rest of the season. Lana Collins, speaking of him, was good again. Again, he's the most effective against, you know, at, at the line, and that's what he is is known for, and that's hopefully he accepts that role. And he has last couple weeks, and it's been beneficial for the team. Bob McCain was good again on the backside of the defense. Um, again, understanding his assignments didn't let anyone get deeper than the deepest. Um, you know, turned into a good player the last couple weeks. Cam Curl was absolutely amazing. Wanted to put a spotlight on him. I think he was the best player on this defense on Sunday. Great in coverage. Did a really good job on Christian McCaffrey, which is obviously not an easy thing to do. His tackling was absolutely amazing. You know, he does not miss any tackles. And if he does, very few and far between. And he's been absolutely tremendous these last couple weeks. He's playing like he did last year. And he's been the best defensive player on this team outside of Jonathan Allen especially the last few weeks. I, I just love Cam Curl. love the way he is just such a smart, cerebral player back there um, and someone that just always, um, you can always count on to make a play and make a tackle. Um, and obviously even that interception against Tampa Bay was on him that William Jackson got. Um, there was a huge fourth down against McCaffrey that he stopped in this past weekend. Um, and, and Washington is really lucky to have him and a guy they got a steal for in the seventh round last year. Moving to the offense, Heineke was great. You know, he, he's been great the last two weeks, and that's something this team has needed, and that's why they've been winning these last two games. The best thing that Heineke has for him is his confidence. He's a confident dude, and he goes out there, and it's infectious, um, and he's able to lead this team. Um, sometimes he can be a little too confident in his playing ability, and that's what gets him in trouble, but um, he definitely believes he should be out there. He definitely should be a starting quarterback, and that's great that he has that because you have to have that to be successful in this league. I love the way he's playing right now. Now I love the way that you know Scott Turner's calling the games for him, not really putting too much pressure on him. They're finally running the ball more and not making Taylor have to do a lot. Uh, Taylor's taking what's given to him, um, hasn't really forced any you know any errant passes. So he really has to continue to play this way to you know give this team a chance to make a second half run. Um, and Tony Gibson, you know another tough fumble, another fumble also that mistake at the end of the game too for not going out of bounds. Um, but you know after that tough fumble in the first half, really got benched for the rest of the half. He ran like a man possession the second half. Tough runner. Didn't go down on first contact. You know, I, I love AG's abilities. Um, he could be a top 10 running back in this league. I have no doubt about that. But he has some things to correct. That ball security is right at the top of that list. Um, his vision can be improved. But I, I definitely think that it has gotten better this year. Um, this is a little, little more confident in his playing style. And I think it's going to come with more reps in that running back position. But um, he's a player that Washington should build around, and they they are building around. Just he's going to have some bumps and bruises um, coming from that running, making that transition from wide receiver. McKissick had a, I thought a really nice day carrying the ball, 46 yards on seven carries. He has great one cut running styles. One cut gets upfield, and hopefully Gibson can learn from that because McKissick is you know really decisive in his um, zone cuts and just you know been a really Nice change of pace back for Washington for two years now. 
Uh, Terry McLaurin was Terry. Uh, you really say his success rate on contested catches have been ridiculous this year. It's by far the best in the league. Uh, continues to make plays. You know when this team needs it. He's been the only real option this team has had for three years now, and he just continues and continues to you know give this team a chance to win with his play. He's absolutely going to get a huge contract in this offseason. He deserves every penny of it for what he is off in the field and off the field. And, you know, Washington fans are just lucky to have Terry McLaurin. And he just, you know, had another good game this year. This weekend with 100 yards and a touchdown could add two. But Terry Taylor, you know, one of the mistakes thrown off balance um, for that play in the fourth quarter that could have been a touchdown and really would have put the team game uh, some more distance for Washington. But um, other than that, you know, Terry could have had a better game. But, you know, even then, great game, of course, for Terry McLaurin. DeAndre Carter had that really nice route. Um, little shake route for that touchdown. Uh, he's been a good player for this this team this year, one of the best players, best free agent signings that this team has had this year. Um, he's a guy that should continue to get run, even if Curtis Samuel eventually returns. Kansas is at a nice touchdown catch and a nice catch uh, on a big route uh, on a clutch third down, first down conversion. Um, I really would like to see Cam get more run. I mean, he had a good year last year. I don't see why they've just gone away from him so much. He had two nice plays last week, and um, I could tell Taylor likes throwing to him. That was evident in the playoff game last year. Humphreys had some solid catches again, um, definitely sure-handed. Uh, John Bates had that really nice catch on fourth down. Obviously, that was Taylor, which was a miraculous play by Taylor Heineke, very far back-esque, who was you know his idol growing up. Um, John Bates you know, can't be discounted for what he did in that play to make come back to the ball, came back to Taylor's side of the field, um, and made a great play to get that drive going and really help the team win the game. O-line helped, you know, held up well for the most part against a really nice front. You know, Brian Burns. And um, Asana Reddick are a great, you know, duo the off the edge. Um, some of the ha- sacks were on Taylor, you know, trying to extend the plays and make, um, you know, ma- makes the plays on the field. And obviously Taylor, some that's something that he does need to correct. Um, but, you know, with a guy like that, when he makes plays like that on fourth down, it's really hard to tell him, you know, to always throw the ball away because he can't have some magic to him. Um, but overall, I love, love the depth this team has. It was great to see Schweitzer come in at center. Hasn't really been known to the center, but can play. And then Cornelius Lucas coming again in for Cosby. And Lucas has been a great addition from two years ago, a guy that they can count on on left or right tackle for two years now. And someone hopefully look to resign in the offseason. Overall, great offensive performance against a tough defense and something to build on going forward. Um, the way his offense is playing, they're doing a really good job of, you know, uh, put his team in a position to win, and the defense is setting this team up to have success. Um, and the offense is taking advantage of it. They're running the ball. Um, Taylor's not turning the ball over, and he's getting hit in the open man when he sees him. So, um, something this team could build off going, you know, to the second half of the season. Moving on to the Seattle game, Russell Wilson has been struggling. He's clearly not fully healthy. Um, hopefully, this team capitalize that again. This the Washington football team can capitalize on that again this off season. Excuse me, this this week coming up. He's been missing throws. Um, he's had the open receivers and just flat out missing throws that finger is definitely an issue because that's not Russell Wilson he's an all-pro quarterback one of the best quarterbacks the last 10 years and then I fell and clearly he's on himself so hopefully that continues this week for uh Washington's sake Seattle's lines underwhelming Dwayne Brain Dwayne Brown is a older left tackle still you know still pretty good um they got Lewis Poshich and Gabe Jackson on the inside and Brandon Shell in the right tackle position um that's an under average group this defense should have opportunities to make plays especially Jonathan Allen Ron Payne in that middle um, section of the line um, had to contain though against Russell they cannot let him get out of the pocket he hasn't been ran as much this year um, and that probably will continue with his injury granted it's a finger injury but still I'm sure he just doesn't want to get hit in general so um, 
Two Hill and Jason Williams are going to really have to do a good job of containing the edge and make them step in the pocket. And that's where Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne are going to have to eat and clean up for them. And DK, Mac, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are special. Obviously, they're two of the better receivers in the NFL. They're obviously not the same without Russell playing the way he is. Um, you know, Metcalf has been easily rattled. You know, this year made some dumb penalties. He's showing his immaturity, um, and maybe a team can Washington can use that to their advantage because it gets him it gets him out of his game, and he tries to do things that are you know out of his control. So. Um, he can be contained really just from a mental aspect of his uh, game. And Freddie Swain is their third option, a receiver. And he's nothing really to write home about um, for them. Uh, Joe Devers, I think, is a good tight end. Uh, but he's not consistently targeted from them. He's a fast tight end. I like the way he runs his routes. Um, tough to bring down. It really you know, makes a lot of good plays, big plays in the open field, uh, breaking tackles. So someone you know, they have to contain. Keep an eye on as well. Alex Conlon and Rashad Penny are their running backs right now with... Uh, Chris Carson out for the rest of the season. Got to keep that contained. Collins had a good game a couple weeks ago, but he slowed down. Kind of been a dream in throughout his career. Rashad Penny's a, he'd say, a bust of a first-round pick for a couple years from Seattle. So Washington, um, you know, should do fine against them. Uh, and, you know, Washington offense should be fine uh, if it continues his game plan going against Seattle defense, switching um, to the Seattle defense. Uh, Rasheem Green, Puna Ford, Al Ward, Zakir had a junior, their front four. Another below-average group that can be run on easily um, from this Washington perspective. Benson Mayoa and Daryl Taylor do provide some speed off the edge, though, but they can be contained. I think Cornelius Lucas or Sam Cosme on the right side will hold up, and so is Charles Leno Jr. Bobby Wagner, obviously, is a future you know, Hall of Fame linebacker, still makes plays. And Jordan Brooks is an up-and-comer um, for them. He's a first-round pick from a couple years ago. Um, so those are guys that, you know, do need to be accounted for, but um, this defense has been, you know, pretty putrid this whole year. And I think Washington can take advantage of that. Suspect cornerback duo with DJ Reed and Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones is another journeyman and a guy that will be exploited. Terry, I don't think, can be stopped in this game because uh, those guys cannot cover him. Um, just, you know, being blunt. DeAndre Carter should get involved. I hope Cam Sim gets more involved um, because those guys, you know, they, get, they can take advantage of that matchup. Hopefully, Curtis Samuel could play. He was questionable this past Sunday. Uh, hopefully, that can try and get him at least some reps this upcoming Monday night. It would be great to have this team have his have him on the field, even if it's limited capacity for his next couple weeks because he is a all-world playmaker, and it sucks that he's been hurt, but um, this team could really use his talents because he can help elevate this offense, take some pressure off of Terry. Logan Thomas has a chance to be back this week. His 21-day practice window was activated um, this week. So hopefully Logan can play next week, or at least rookie Seals Jones. John Bates you know, made some clutch catches last week, but he's not the player Logan Thomas or Ricky Seals Jones are. So hopefully they can get both of them back and have a nice little tight end duo for this game. Um, Quadra Diggs and Jamal Adams are a very good safety duo, but they have their weaknesses. Jamal Adams is a much like Atlanta Collins in-the-box safety um, almost a glorified linebacker, but a very good one. I'm, I don't want to say Jermon this is a really good defensive player. Um, Quadra Diggs is a good deep middle safety too, but sometimes his tackling can be a little uh, suspect. But um, I think they can run against his front and set up for a really good day for uh, Taylor Heineke because he can, you know, hopefully use some play action and um, not have to do too much. I really like this matchup for the Washington Bowl team. And I think they can get a win on a, you know, primetime stage on Monday Night Football 28-17 and improve to 5-6 and six and be right in the thick of things. For a wild card spot. At last, we move to fantasy football. A couple guys I like this week. Quarterback Cam Newton for the Carolina Panthers. He had a good week last week against Washington. Three total touchdowns, two through the air, one on the ground, uh, over 25 points. And it's another good matchup versus the Dolphins week. Really good streaming option for guys on bye like Kyler Murray. Um, then you have Tyrod Ty Taylor, the Texans quarterback, going at home against the Jets. Um, didn't have the biggest week through the air last week in Tennessee, but they get the upset win. He had 19 points last week. 
two rushing touchdowns. Another good matchup this week. I expect them to have probably two to three touchdowns total between on there on the ground against that defense. And I expect them to maybe get their second win in a row um, for Houston. Running backs a little bleak this week, but uh, you're looking for you know desperation play. You got the Jets running backs Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman. Michael Carter is going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, Coleman took over him last week when I got hurt, but Ty Johnson had more carries um, in the previous weeks leading up to it as uh, Michael Carter's primary backup. So those two guys to consider this week maybe as a flex option going against a Houston Texas defense that had a good week last week, but obviously is still not one of the better one units in the NFL. Uh, two receiver options to look for this week. You got Cedric Wilson from the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. Excuse me, Thursday for Thanksgiving football. He had 11 targets, only four catches and 36 yards last week, but he could be the number two option or 1A option with Michael Gallup with Amari Cooper already rolled out and CeeDee Lamb highly unlikely to play with a concussion. Um, so he's a guy to consider. And then you got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the Green Bay Packers receiver at home against the Rams. He had 10 targets last week, only four catches, but did have 123 yards and a touchdown. Um, obviously, he's the number two option behind Devontae Adams on offense. And uh, Rodgers does look, look to him for big plays. Well, with that, that will include this Roman League episode. Washville team had an awesome and consecutive win versus the Carolina Panthers last week, and we'll look for three in a row versus Seattle this week on Monday Night Football. I hope some of these fantasy tips help you in your leagues this week. Remember, there's three Thursday matchups this week with Thanksgiving. Next week, I'll be back with a new episode looking back at the Seahawks game, along with a preview of the Washville team Las Vegas Raider game the following week. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomeRoundLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. Happy Thanksgiving, and see you next time.